What's up, everybody? You're on Money Moves, and I'm Michael Munsterman. This episode's a little bit different than some of the others because normally we follow the exact same format on the front side, but I want to give you just a little bit of background. I'm dropping two episodes at once, and the reason that I'm doing that is because they're both going to have a lot of similarities. You see, here's what happened. The first episode that I recorded inside of Don't Change is actually going to end up being part two. And afterwards, I realized that there were several points that I didn't hit that I wanted to hit. So I went back and I recorded it again. And and that's this. This is part one. But both of these, even though they have some distinct overlaps, and you're gonna be like, well, you just talked about this. Just understand that the reason that they're coming across is because of this. If you're hearing the second one first and you come back and listen to this one, you'll be like, oh, this makes sense. But I just couldn't, I couldn't do the second episode and, and feel good about not filling in some of the gaps that I feel are critical for you to really get this message and be able to apply it to your life. So welcome to Money Moves with Michael Munsterman. You're on Don't Ever Change part one. Grind, grind, that's all I know. Find the time to quit, oh no. No matter good or bad, still I go. I never crack under pressure. I can't be broke. Sun up to the sun down. Map it out, now run it down. Mayweather, I never lose. I be making these money moves. Sun up to the sun down. Map it out, now run it down. Mayweather, I never lose. I be making these money moves. You know, something that I think that happens to people, I know for me, it definitely happened. When I was younger, I was trying to evolve into the person that I felt like I needed to be. And so I would dress the way that I thought the people around me would respond to better. I would act the way that I thought I needed to, to fit in. And I really tried to fit in and not be an outcast and not stand out. But what I found early and like early, early on is that I was like, I was very polarizing. People either really enjoyed being around me or they really didn't. And I I couldn't accept that. I couldn't accept the reality that people might not like you and people might not respond well to you. And I found myself doing different things, trying to be who I wasn't designed to be, trying to evolve as a young person into like what I call now the hum. And the hum's like that that middle area where everybody rests, everybody tries to be so in the middle of the the road. Like they're, there's, they're not interested in standing out outside of that buzz, that buzz of acceptance, that buzz of being politically correct, that buzz of not stepping on somebody's toes, that buzz of uh, like just trying to fit in with the masses, wanting everyone's approval and wanting everyone to be okay with everything that they said. Where cussing, if it offends somebody, like they're just not going to do it. Where you, wearing something that maybe is a little out of style or out of season, wearing something that they didn't see in a magazine lately, they're, they're way more worried about the approval of the masses than they are living by the code of who they are internally. Now, this is something that I struggle with. This is something that I have to continuously kill that old story inside of me. And I think everybody has this to some degree. Whenever I talk to some close friends of mine, I find out, and I'm talking about like my peers in business. I'm not talking about just anybody that you have the conversation with because most people are liars. Most people aren't comfortable being vulnerable enough to say to you, yeah, I'm still pretty insecure about me. So I really try to fit in with whoever I'm around. 
I try to talk about what they want to talk about and I try to interact in areas that they're comfortable interacting. And although I'll do that for a minute because I want to have a conversation that makes sense with people so I can connect with them and so I can figure out what's important to them. If I invite you into my inner circle and you forever want to talk about the local football team and that's your cul-de-sac, that's that drive that you just spin in circles inside of, we're probably not going to be close friends. Because the fact is, is that I'm way more interested in going deep and that's who I am. And so the shallow acceptance of bullshit conversation, pretending to be somebody I'm not, exercising a lot of energy to be PC and correct in what I say and what I do and how I operate, and I have to expend energy to make sure that I don't offend you or him or her or them, like it's just not worth it to me. And so how does this conversation translate into the world of entrepreneurship? Well, the conversation happens like this. People go into business trying to appease and appeal to absolutely everybody. But it's a huge mistake. And the reason that it's a mistake is because it's unrealistic to think that you're a good fit for everyone. I mean, even something as broad as shoes, like inside of the shoe category, Nike isn't a fit for everyone. Their demographic isn't isn't hunting that 60-plus-year-old That lives a pretty mediocre life and and they don't go, they're not very active. They, you know, their shoes are more for comfort and like walking and stability than, than sports, training, movement, running, jumping. But young entrepreneurs have this concept that whenever they go into business, they need to form and mold themselves to fit everybody. And nothing could be farther from the truth. Because you see, you were given a specific gift set. You were given like... Two pieces of your DNA that should be in alignment are what are you passionate about and what are you good at? What are your skill sets? What have you taught yourself or what were you naturally gifted with? And how does your skill set and your passion, where do those two intersect? That I'll tell you where they intersect. They intersect in a place where you can win at this game of business. You can win inside of your company that you work as an entrepreneur, your responsibilities inside of an organization. If you have a job that's because entrepreneurship isn't for everybody. And we've got a lot of people that listen to this that aren't entrepreneurs, but they don't recognize that who they are is like they were designed and wired perfectly for their, for the value that they bring to the world. Now, if they can figure out that design and they, can, and they can cross that path with what they're passionate about. And typically what you're good at is what you're also passionate about. It's just an alignment because what you're passionate about, you invest time in and anything that you're willing to invest enough time in, you become good at naturally. To where it doesn't feel like work and it doesn't feel like a skill, it feels like a part of who you are. And so if in that intersection is where you find the win, the win as an entrepreneur, the win as an entrepreneur, for you hunting around as a entrepreneur, looking for that right spot where you can execute and leverage and win. If when you're hunting for that intersection, you spend time trying to evolve into somebody you're not, the fact is, is that you'll never find it. You'll be two blocks down the road in the wrong intersection trying to conform and trying to con- like trying to can fit in <laughs> it's it's not enough coffee this morning evidently but you're trying to conform and you're trying to fit in and you miss 
your destination. And this happens to a lot of people. You see, because a lot of people, as they're growing, they get to a point where the like who they are becomes the sum of who they're around. And this is true for everybody, but some people, they become the adjuster. Instead of setting the mark and recognizing like, you know, I've talked about vision casting. You look ahead into your future. You say, this is where I want to be three years from now. And you draw a roadmap of who you want to be, where you want to be, what you want your life to look like, what you want your key relationships to look like. You cast that vision out there and you accelerate towards that vision or you wander around aimlessly becoming like you become an adjusted average in the people's lives who have direction. Some people you meet and you're higher than they are and you pull them up. And some people you meet, you're lower than they are in any specific skill set or grouping and you pull them down. You are the sum of someone else's average, but you continuously change and evolve unnecessarily trying to be somebody you're not trying to fit in, trying to be socially accepted at the expense of the best version of your life. And so for me, rolling through school Middle school, especially, man, that's tough for a lot of kids. But for me, I didn't have that role model that I could look at and think, you you know, most people have a dad or a grandfather. They have somebody like I didn't have somebody that was close to me in age or or a direct figure that I looked at. And I thought because like my grandpa is one of my greatest mentors and I had a stepfather and he did a lot of things right. But I looked at a lot of areas of his life and thought, I don't want my life to look like that. Not that anything necessarily was just blatantly terrible, but just that there wasn't like he, I looked at his life and thought, I don't want this. And so I was lost inside of having a mentor. And so I was that kid that was trying to be the sum of the people around me and in school, a dangerous place to be, but this is where I was. The people who were the most accepting to me were the people that lived in the grayest area. These were the most accepting people. They didn't dress the nicest. They accepted that they didn't fit in. They were very rebellious and they were troublemakers. And so I fell to that average. I was pulled down. I'm sure I pulled some up and I pulled some down. Like I fell into that grouping of, of people. It wasn't until as a, as a sophomore in high school, I came to this realization that I, I guess I don't actually give a shit what these people think. And I recognized that the crew that I was with, they didn't appreciate getting active in sports. And I thought, well, I'm going like, I want to, I want to get, like, I want to play sports. I want to try that. I want to spend some time in the gym. I want to see what happens from that. I, I want, um, a, a girlfriend that is classy and not just trashy. And like, I, I started to evolve mentally into, okay, these things that I definitely am a hundred percent sure that I want for my life. I want to do just a little bit better at school. I definitely want to make sure that I graduate. And some of these people were falling out. And so I started to disassociate from them thinking that as I disassociated from them, these other people were all of a sudden going to suck me up into the, like I was going to evolve into their group. That's what I thought would happen. And it didn't. And so I found myself in a weird place. I was in this scary place where I felt all alone. And it made me mentally associate to who I was. And so sometime between my sophomore and junior year, I realized that loneliness was something that I just had to accept. And I got very comfortable in this space of, of acknowledging that I didn't need a peer group to feel good about me. And that I wasn't going to be able to compete on the football field. And I wasn't going to be, ever be the best dressed guy in the room. I didn't have the financial budgeting inside of my family for that. In fact, just for me to throw an outfit together that wasn't repulsive was sometimes pretty tough. 
And so I just had to accept that I was who I was and I wanted to get through and the decisions that I made would be based around what I wanted out of this life. And this was a place that I fell into and then felt comfortable in. And so over the years, the last 20 years or so, I've watched and I've watched people evolve and chase. And I watch my daughters even sometimes. My oldest daughter is better at this than my youngest daughter. My oldest daughter just says, hey, here's who I am. Take me or leave me. Deuces. And my youngest daughter, she genuinely wants to win and capture the hearts of those people around. She wants people to recognize that she loves everybody and that she, she wants to do good in the world. And, and so when someone doesn't recognize that, it crushes her. And I just want to be able to give her this lesson and say, look. Accept who you're designed as, this perfect design. You're exactly who you're supposed to be. Your gifting to the world is going to affect masses of people. And that's true for every single one of us. As long as you will make the decision to stay true to who you are. It doesn't make sense to look around and think, I'm okay evolving to them because I want them to like me. I'm okay evolving to them because I want them to like me. Oh, I'm in this other circle. I'm going to act a little bit different because I want everybody here to like me. There is no win in that. The big win is in recognizing that you are you and you shouldn't change. Now, don't get what I'm saying twisted up here, right? Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't, like, you shouldn't pursue bettering yourself, but I'm saying you should pursue bettering yourself to your standards. I'm saying that, you know, internally the areas of your life that need work, and that should be your focus. And that shouldn't be swayed by the input of the people around you. Unless you look at that person and think you are a mentor in my world. Your life represents the look that I want to have in my life three years from now. Then give that person authority and permission to speak into your role, but otherwise block the haters out. You don't look at the people around you and, and, and think, oh, I'm so jealous that they have X, Y, Z. You look at them and think they have the life that I want. I aspire to be like them and allow those people to speak into your life. Be willing to make deposits into them without an expectation that they should actually speak into your life and allow them to, when they're ready, in the meantime, pick books on the subjects that are important to you. There's literally thousands of books for any subject you can imagine. Go find one that resonates with you and read it again and again and again and again until you find that mentor that you'll allow to speak in your life. But don't just be the sum of the people who you surround yourself with. Because while you're busy trying to fit in, you're missing your opportunity to hit the intersection of your passion and your skill sets colliding. You're so busy being the wrong person that you miss the calling that you have on this world or on your small community. Like, right. It doesn't make sense to think that every single person you meet is, is designed to reach the masses and impact thousands or, or hundreds of thousands or millions. There are some people that, that will do that. And those people are the ones that take that flashlight and zero it in like a laser. It's no different than when, you know, as kids, we take magnifying glasses and we get in the right position of the sun and, and you can either skew light a little bit, or you can make that light come to a point on top of an ant and fry it. That is the only difference. Those people recognize their skill sets and their passions and it magnifies their internal light and it laser focuses it in a direction and they win because they, they know who they are at their core and they refuse to change to make people feel good. 
without that change being extremely on purpose and serving for their direction, for what they have as a vision for their life. And this is what I want you to think about today. I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to ask yourself this question. Am I living the truest version of my life or am I spending time, energy, and effort conforming to the standards of those people around me? And the people that I'm investing that time and energy into conforming to, did I give them permission to speak into those areas of my life? And if your answer is, no, I'm not being true to me, and yes, I'm conforming, and no, I didn't give them permission to speak into my life, then it's time to switch up. The first step is to get really clear on who you are. What are your passions? What are your skill sets? How are those being leveraged? Are you happy with the results? Or do you stare blanklessly at the wall inside of a cubicle wondering when the better version of your life is going to reach up and grab you? I'm going to let you in on a little secret. It won't. You want the best version? Go get that shit. You make the decision. You make the decision to go hunt that intersection where your passions align with your skill sets, where those intersect right in the center of that crossing. You go stand right in the middle of it, on top of that, and you be that focus of the light that's in you and create change. First, start by allowing yourself to create change to be the you that you're designed to be. And second, create change by effectively using that. If you're at a job that doesn't align with who you are and what you're about, quit Stop worrying about everything else. You act like if you misstep, you die. You play it so safe. Like if you run out of money, the world ends. That's just not the truth. You live in some kind of a false reality where it's more important to make other people feel comfortable than to be true to you. But you expect your children or your spouse, or your girlfriend, or whoever, you expect that you you hold other people to that same standard. You could stand there and point to somebody and say, well, they really ought to do this. They're, they're a lot better at that than what they're doing. But you won't look in the mirror and give yourself that same real advice. I go to bed begrudgingly every night because I'm not doing what I ought to be doing. I ought to be doing this because this is what I'm better at. Then quit. Position yourself to go do that thing. Then you don't have to be crazy, right? You don't have to quit your job before you have the next opportunity. You don't have to go start that company before you're financially, before you've saved enough that you can do it intelligently. But start making those moves to head in that direction. Head to that intersection. I don't want you to be somebody that you're not. I want you to live inside of the power of who you were designed to be. And not everybody's an entrepreneur. This podcast is for Like it's geared towards entrepreneurs. Yes, but it's applicable from anybody in any profession doing absolutely anything. Any one of these concepts you can take and apply, but here's the thing for me speaking into this mic is only part of my passion, only part of my skill set. This is a section of that intersection and I'm not trying to please everybody. Not everybody's going to like it. 
Not everybody's going to like the sound of my voice, my tonality, the way that I speak, the way that I pause, the way that I articulate. Somebody's not going to like the, the fact that I have this little micro lisp that, that irritates you. But you know what they are? There's going to be, there's going to be somebody on the opposite side of that spectrum who, when they hear this, it's going to resonate deep in them. They're going to find that value inside of the messages that I'm sharing. Inside of me living in this place of my passion and my skill sets, they're going to get value. And although I don't expect to 180 degree change somebody's world, I might click one or two or three degrees different and send them on just a little bit different trajectory today that results in them being in an entirely different place a decade from now. And I'm okay with that because I'm being true to me. I'm living inside of who I am, who I was designed to be. Delivering a message that is true and meaningful and attached to my why. But I refuse to be who you want me to be just so you feel better about it. My goal is simple. Inside of this episode of Money Moves, I just want you to live the very best version of your life. And that starts with being true to yourself. Don't change. Savvy?